Among your many acquaintances and friends, you have some who are very busy, but they would love to play D&D with you. However, they aren't sure if they can really commit to a long-term campaign. While you have offered to be a DM, a big offer, as we all know, they aren't sure about your capabilities, or frankly how agreeable and fun the other players are going to be. You somehow manage to convince them to start a campaign with you, with the stipulation that they will see how the first session goes. You run each of them through a session zero, but now you have to plan the critical first session. You contemplate doing a typical nostalgic goblin raid, or maybe a more unique mystical dreamscape dungeon, but you don't want to mess it up. It's getting hard to commit, and your campaign hangs in the balance. What do you do? This is how to be a better DM. My name is Tanner Wayland, and I'm very grateful that you're listening in today. It means a lot. I'm excited to talk about how we can be better DMs for the players we play with. Before I get into the main topic of today's episode, I would just like to say uh, we're so grateful for everything that uh, the you listeners have done. Uh, we really appreciate any time that you subscribe to the newsletter or any time that you download an episode uh, or any time that you've actually joined in on the session with us. As you know, we run our monthly one-shot sessions, and honestly, they've been really fun. I'm running the one this month, and I think you'll really like it. It's going to be so fun. Uh, obviously, it's first come, first serve. So I'm going to have a link in the show notes, uh, in the episode podcast notes, rather. So go on there and sign up. Otherwise, we have our newsletter where we also try and share advice and tips about how to be a better DM. And uh, we'd really appreciate if you sign up for that as well. Otherwise, with no further ado, let's get into the main topic. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, ideas for a first session. Uh, now, what does that mean? What is a first session? Now, we've actually talked in the past about session zeros, right? The idea where it's like, hey, before you actually get together as a as a group of friends and you run these players through uh, through a campaign, you need a session zero where you can be like, hey, here's my character concept. And you can tell them, oh, here's some ideas that I had and make sure that your character kind of fits within this whole scope, so to speak, right? Uh, but after the session zero, there needs to be a first session. And in that session, uh, it's very important what you do because it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the campaign, honestly. Now, uh, I think that something would that would actually help you, and, and it's helped me too uh, when I plan first sessions, is knowing what the goal of a first session is. Now, as I mentioned, yeah, a huge part of it is setting the tone. Uh, so, for example, if you're planning more of a, an epic, a fantasy epic, so to speak, uh, then you're going to want to have, uh, obviously, you're always going to have some fun in that mixture in, in terms of the tone. You're going to have a fun tone, but you're also going to want to have uh, some serious notes, some, uh, some greater themes uh, for you to draw on, because that's going to really play in, uh, play handy when you're trying to ramp up tension later on, right? Uh, but you don't want to suddenly go from like, oh, a first session that's very chill, very funny, all the way up to, oh my goodness, your character's mom and dad died right in front of them. <laughs> you know, there's a big difference there. And obviously, if you want to get away with being serious later on, 
uh, it's nice if you have a little bit of seriousness, seriousness uh, either just in the character descriptions and back uh, backstory or in the conflicts that they're facing right at the start. Uh, either way, setting that tone from the beginning will be helpful just to kind of get gauge how your characters react, right? Because maybe you put a little bit of a certain type of tone, you know, a certain type of seriousness uh, into the story and it flops. Great. You got it out in the first session and you're not going to uh, go crazy <laughs> forcing or pigeonholing the rest of the story uh, down that path. Now, another big part of the first session uh, is just setting kind of an example for the rest of your sessions about what kind of roles and experiences the players are going to have. Uh, so what do I mean by this? You know how a pilot of a TV show Oftentimes, they try and just get a little bit of everything. They're like, oh, here's all the characters. Here's, you know, if it's comedy, oh, here's some jokes and stuff. And here's some of the personal um, issues that the characters have. Whereas a more serious one uh, will be like, oh, here's this big backstory. They'll try and get through a lot of it um, and kind of introduce a big conflict early on. That's, in a way, that's what you're doing uh, in terms of the roles. But, but, more like this. For example, if you're planning on fighting a lot, which of course you will, um, you're going to want to fight. Now, I'm going to put a caveat on this. You should not make your first session be mostly about one fight. If you do that, then then I think that you really need to uh, to scale back. Uh, honestly, when in the intro, when I was presenting that what-if scenario... Um, the kind of nostalgic goblin fight, you know, and the forest. Uh, the reason why oftentimes that's a key starting fight or a fight with like, uh, like wolves or dire wolves or, or whatever, right? Uh, if you're going to have a fight, typically, even though your characters are lower level at the start, you also want, uh, you don't want them to face a high leveled enemy going, uh, going right out of the gate. Because if they do, then they're going to spend all their time fighting. And as much, as much fun as fighting is in D&D, honestly, it's not the only reason why people are coming to the table. So you got to have a little bit of fighting. And then I honestly would really uh, stress the importance of having certain events or, uh, or goals that, uh, that you can do a lot of non-combat roles with, right? Uh, for example, it could be, oh, they're at a festival. And at the festival, oh, they have a pie-eating contest, you know? And they're all rolling constitution uh, to uh, to try and beat each other or something like that, right? Uh, that's a great example of a non-combat role that will also help them know that, hey, in your campaign, I can expect that not only my ability to fight, but also my ability just to build a character and kind of inhabit their role, uh, all of that is important, Right? Uh, so that is what I'd really recommend is having a mix of those different kinds of experiences and then how also have some role playing. Now, same as fighting, you don't want to have an entire episode full of straight, you know, un, uh, unfiltered uh, role playing. You got to have a little bit here and there uh, so that they know what to expect, but it's not the only thing they're expecting. Uh now, obviously, the biggest role as far as what you want out of a first session is you want to have fun. So in all of these things, whether it's a fight, a role play, a, 
uh, like an interaction or a non-combat role, you really want to make sure that uh, that each thing that you that you've chosen is handpicked to be the most fun, right? Uh, so if it's going to be a combat, make one that you know it's not just straight. Oh, we've got four guys on four guys, and and they're just going to whack each other back and forth. You know, make some dimension to the to the fighting arena. Uh, give them not just a straightforward like interrogation or something. You know, make it more fun uh, of role plays and fighting and everything else. So that they have something to really look forward to going uh, after that first session. Um, basically, in the first session, you're just kind of showcasing your abilities. And so, you know, play to your strengths. If you feel like, oh, I'm good at doing a certain kind type of character that is very funny, you probably want to do that on the first session. At least to give them a taste so they're like, yeah, get me some more, more of that, right? As a listener of this show, you obviously love story. Now that you've had a chance to craft your own story by listening to this show, wouldn't it be nice to get some inspiration? Or maybe you just want a moment of immersion and escape and entertainment. Whatever it is, come join us on our new show, Pact and Boom. It's an actual play D&D podcast in the world of Calignos, where our characters Jolly, Wolfgang, and Alan will find and meet each other in hell. And from there, start a troublemaking journey with some near-death experiences that will hopefully lead them to a happy ending. Find it wherever great podcasts are heard or just go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pact and boom. That's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N. Start listening today. I think that you'll really stand out if you can play to your strengths. Uh, finally, a big goal of the first session is you involve everyone. That's why oftentimes people will let uh, let their care their player characters um, just go off on their backstory. Now you got to rein them in a little bit, but you want to make sure that every character has at least a moment to be like, "Hey, this is you know this is who I am." And these are some of my motivations. But then you also want them to not only do that, but you want them to contribute in a physical, quote-unquote, way through their roles, right? Um, or their skills or spells or whatever. Um, but honestly, I think that you have a lot of freedom in the first session that you don't have later on. Uh, and in that way, I would say that uh, that you should be celebrating every time you get to do a first session because so much of the rest of the sessions, uh, so many of the uh, rest of the sessions will be based on, oh, your character decided to, you know, to really get the local villain mad. So then, so now the players have to deal with the consequences or something like that. Uh, basically, a lot of other uh, sessions are essentially just dealing with consequences and maybe moving the story forward bit by bit. Uh, but in the first session, it's a clean slate. So go crazy. Go ham on it. Uh, now, when you are planning, don't stress too much about the what, like what your characters are doing or anything like that. that that'll come. But more importantly, just focus, like I was talking about earlier, on why you are doing something. Now I'm going to try and condense down some ideas that I had or some 
principles that would really help you. Uh, first off, uh, since the first session is kind of about showcasing the variety of experiences the players are going to be having, uh, I would keep the phrase bite-sized or the word bite-sized in mind. Uh, you want you don't want the huge end villain to come out in the first session. Maybe you do, but I would honestly recommend starting smaller, like, oh, maybe their first enemy or the big bad, quote unquote, that they see is the the henchman of the big bad, right? Uh, because I'm assuming that if you want this session, this campaign rather, to go on for a while, then you don't want to just get out all the big drama and conflict right at the start. You want to get bite-sized chunks. And so keep that in mind. In terms of the combats, you want bite-sized combats that can get over it quickly. In terms of the goals or the big bad that they're trying to face, you want bite-sized goals, right? Instead of them trying to save the world, uh, they're just trying to save a kid who went missing, right? That's that that's bite-sized. Uh, and instead of them trying to all of a sudden have a super deep relationship with one NPC, uh, who's who you've spent a lot of time on the back story with or anything like that, uh, instead you're just gonna have bite-sized interactions. They kind of like that hint that there's more coming. Uh, but if you do that, then you'll have a great first session because you're gonna have all the time in the world later to dig deeper in each of those areas. Other than that, so I've talked a lot about the why uh, when you plan your session. Uh, the next is the what, which, like I said before, not as important because, uh, you know, ideas are cheap <laughs> uh, in a way. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean that in the way that uh, you can always come up with new ideas for a, se for a first session or a campaign. Uh, we're all very creative people. I know that for a fact. Uh, now, as far as the what for a first session though what i love about it is you get to be creative about why all these random people happen to be in the same place at the same time so that they all get roped into this bigger adventure and and it's a very fun idea because you have kind of two uh two paradigms there either they're complete strangers or maybe a couple of them know each other or maybe they all know uh, each other and have been together for a while. Who, who knows? Uh, for example, if they are all friends, uh, then maybe they were on a trip together, right? Like they were on a boat, a river, a river cruise, <laughs> if you want, right? Uh, or maybe they have been an adventure, adventuring party for a while. And oh, this is just another quest that, of course, branches out to something bigger. You obviously have good taste. I mean, you listen to How to Be a Better DM, after all. We thank you so much for your support. And if you've ever gotten anything useful from How to Be a Better DM, take a minute and rate us and review us on your podcast listening app of choice. It goes a very long way to helping our show help many more Dungeon Masters out there who are just like you. If you love our content, help others become better Dungeon Masters, too. Um, now I find that if you're trying to be creative about why complete strangers are getting together, uh, there's a lot of options there and you can really, uh, just stretch those creative muscles there. For example, it could be an event like a festival 
or a market, or maybe they're all applying for the same job. Who knows, right? And then the person's like, hey, all of you go out and I'll judge based on your performance. That could be the case. Or, and I like this one a lot, you could go for a captured or compelled uh, kind of storyline where they were all captured by pirates or kidnapped. Uh, Maybe they're all locked in a cell. Maybe they're criminals or just, you know, they got captured and then the king is like, hey, I'll get you out, but you have to do this quest first. Uh, There's a lot of options. Um, One that's pretty regular is, you know, whether they're an adventuring party or not, uh, you know, a mutual friend from a town that's going through some like plague or illness or uh, or mysterious disappearing or, or, or tax or anything, right? They have a mutual friend who gathers them together and is like, hey, I want you all to solve this, and I know you from various places. That's, that's a pretty safe one, right? Uh, but as I said before, if you want to not be safe, <laughs> I would say that the first session is a great place to do that. Uh, you don't have to, you know, the players are all excited to play together. And so you don't have to be conservative in terms of what the random situation is that brings them together. Like, honestly, you could, you can make them all wake up, uh, tied together, you know, in a, in a heap and they have no idea who each other is. And they're in a dark room. Like, that's not a bad way to start. Uh, so once again, uh, just kind of this final advice on, on first sessions, Remember that is it is the why that matters so much more than the what when you're planning. Plan why you want to add something into the first session and and then the what kind of will reveal itself. Uh, so otherwise, I think that you'll all do great at planning first sessions. So get out there, plan a wonderful first session, and roll initiative. <laughs>